It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Auburn basketball's biggest win of the season. The Auburn Tigers go to Oxford and take down Ole Miss 91 to 77 despite trailing by double digits for a big chunk of the first half. I'm Zach Blackerby. He is Daryl Daprich. Daryl, what a freaking game for the Tigers. Oh, there are so many things that make this the best win of the year. First of all, starting with, you know, just the the whole back and forth, the Lane Kiffin tweet this morning, towel boy on the court, the crowd being electric and sold out, Ole Miss playing about as good as they could in the first half. <laughs> All those things, and they still get dipped double digits. I mean, that is mm. that's taking somebody's soul mm. right there. You play as well as you can. You have your head football coach tweeting about how it's going to get done. Again, oh. the whole towel boy running on the court stuff. That place was just the roof, and they shoot 52% in the first half. All that, and Auburn's like, okay, yeah, you know, this right here, we took your best shot, and now we're going to put it on you. That is the best second half that Auburn basketball has played in a very long time. And again, we can talk about the whole dynamic of who it's against and the fact that it's a a quad one win now. It's the third road victory. But this win puts Auburn probably back in the conversation again in the top 10. There are so many wonderful things that just took place in the last 45 minutes really the whole season in the complexion of the season could have flipped Zach. And I'm not trying to be overdramatic. That is the kind of victory that is trademark trademark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be very few instances where I call a college basketball game, a must win game. And, and I wouldn't have called tonight a must win game, but there were people making the argument for it. Cause if, if Auburn would have lost tonight, especially with the way the first half went, if you essentially get the same thing that happened in the first half happened in the second half, Auburn gets blown out on the road and their narratives go out of control, and there really wouldn't be a whole lot of resisting. I'm like, you lose three straight on the road. You lose three of your last four overall games. It would have been really, really bad. But now, the way that they played in the second half, Daryl, that's not their narrative. In fact, their narrative is what a lot of people are saying in the live chat right now, is Auburn is back. Auburn is able to win on the road again. And when you look at the rest of this conference schedule, all of it seems so much more manageable. Because... Ole Miss, they kind of tripped over themselves coming into Neville Arena a few weeks ago. But since they lost to Auburn, they've been playing really good basketball. And they were in a prime situation 
to be able to do what Auburn did to them a few weeks ago, which was knock them out of the top 25. And I think if Ole Miss would have won tonight, Auburn would no longer be ranked. And they knew that. Alan Flanagan knew that. The Ole Miss fan base knew that. But the second half, Auburn outscoring Ole Miss 56-33 to 33 in the second half. It's electric, Daryl. And if Auburn goes on a run and they finish top one, two, or three in the SEC, we will point back at this half and say this is the turning point. This is when it happened. Yeah, let's make no mistake about it. This is an Ole Miss team that had 18 wins coming into tonight and also yeah. undefeated at home. There were two teams in the SEC that has yet to lose a basketball game at home. Well, now there's one, and it's Auburn. It's Auburn. It's Auburn. Because it's Auburn. Thir- they were 13-0. and 0. They were on fire. They were high as a kite. There is nothing that couldn't have went any better for Ole Miss than it did in the first half, except the Denver Jones three that quietly got that to nine. And you look at the halftime stats and you go, for the love of God, Ole Miss is shooting 52%. Our best player hasn't scored. And we're getting beat by points in the paint, negative six. I felt like, and I even tweeted this out, if Ole Miss recedes into the 40s, if Auburn wins the points in the paint battle and Broom gets going, Auburn can win. And all three of those things happen. Now, what I didn't count on happening was Auburn to go, you know, 1982 North Carolina in the second half and shoot 60%. I mean, they ended up over 50% for the night. So that means they shot 60% in the second half. And a game where Auburn, where I have been very critical of them shooting too many threes. Yeah. Tonight they needed it. And and everyone was big. And then again, also offensive rebounding kept them in the game in the first half, or this could have got ugly. Yeah, no question about it. And that's something that we've seen this team kind of that's been a big part of their weakness. There's still, I mean, there's there's bad from this game. We're not gonna spend a whole lot of time on that because we want to celebrate this huge win. But I I mean, there would be times where Auburn would go on a run and then just a ridiculous pass after ridiculous pass, especially in the first half. It's like, what are y'all doing? Any sort of positive momentum Auburn got in the way, I feel like, more than Ole Miss did. And that's something that probably shouldn't be happening as much with this team this late in the season. We'll see. And we can talk about that later more if you want to, Daryl. But you're right. The three ball. I mean, Denver Jones, it felt like he had more than just two threes. But his other baskets, he was able to attack the rim, and that was something that we knew that Denver could do. Um, But the fact that he made those two threes at that moment, they felt so big. In in fact, I've got family in town, and we were watching it and went to half, and it's like, I don't feel like we're only down nine. (laughs) It feels like we're down by a whole lot more than just nine points. So I like that you said quietly, down by nine after that Denver three going to the half because after that it was all Auburn it was and see the thing about it is is that Auburn I think got down 13 if I'm not mistaken and it was it, it was teetering on about to feel like it was going to get out of hand right there was a couple of possessions that Ole Miss hit a hit a missed a wide open three Auburn just kept keeping it within striking distance and when it was 13 and Ole Miss had the ball you're like oh but by hitting that three and making it single digits, the momentum kind of shifted a little bit. And really, because I, that's just not a, a guess or a proclamation, how I know that came to fruition is the way they played the second half. I think that three kind of springboarded them a little bit like, hey, guys, 
we hit a big shot. Let's come out. Let's build on that. Mm-hmm. And they did. So credit Jones, credit the the offensive rebounding. Again, the way Auburn was able to get second chance points kept them in it because without those, without those, Zach, it could have been a 15-point spread at halftime, and who knows what could happen. But again, I yeah, when it was 60 to 60, and I thought and there was like seven minutes to go, and I'm like, this is gonna be a dog fight the rest of the way. It was no dog fight. It was a dog going to the bathroom in somebody's yard because the rest of that half, Auburn absolutely throttled Ole Miss. I mean, just took the game. I love the way they finished. That was the one of the biggest takeaways for me is you have got to learn how to close games to have a championship pedigree, and yeah. Auburn did that tonight about as good as you possibly could. Yeah, still haven't won a close game, but I'd rather them do what they did. Well, tonight yeah, than it yeah, be, I'd, uh, I'd rather just. Yeah, I'm glad that they took control down the stretch and didn't make it, you know, three points here. I mean, it it felt close, though, didn't it, Zach? I mean, I know this wasn't a close game at the end of the day, but my gosh, this didn't feel like it was a, a in control the whole game and then Auburn just let that team get, get within 14 late in the game like they've done in other games. This seemed close. Even yeah. with about four minutes to go, it seemed right. like, you know, it, it just had a different feel to it. You're right. You're right. Um Let's talk about Chad Baker Mazzara. Three of six from behind the arc, including a monster dunk to kind of seal the game. It kind of felt like that was a dagger. And it was probably over by that point already. But, you know, my mother calls him Chad Bacon Lasagna. Which is a great nickname. And he was bacon tonight. You know what I'm saying? He was. I mean, that's – yeah, when you said Chad Baker Mazzara at first, I I was a little bit confused as to who – you're mm-hmm. referring to because I know a Chad, I know a Chad Bacon lasagna mm-hmm. that we've talked about this for two years with me and you've done this together about how dunks sometimes, although they're just two points, they mean more. There's an it's emotional, a it's a statement. There's an emotional yeah. statement, an emotional message that's sent when you throw down on somebody's head. And that was Jay Will's dunks too. Uh, he had a couple I don't know. It just takes your life. It takes life out of people sometimes when you do it. And I think, you know, that's why I think it's important, like Dylan Cardwell, even though sometimes he picks up fouls, I think it's important not to allow yourself to get dunked on Mm. and send a message. You're not going to do that. And so, and credit again, too, I think about the way KD Johnson played tonight, you know, under control, just energy off the bench, gave Auburn its first lead from the free throw line. So many little moments became giant moments when that lead swelled to 14. It was just, it was one of the most enjoyable second halves of basketball I've seen in a very long time. And again, the opponent mattered and the way they did it mattered because Auburn looked dead in the water. The way they were turning it over, the lethargic passes, you're going, you don't need to give them any help, right? They're they're on fire right now. They're shooting 52%. This place is about to blow the roof off, and you're helping them? Yep. Wow. You talk about guts. Whew. Yeah, and our buddy uh, our buddy Tim with the uh, the Integrity Sports Podcast, he says that the Janai Broom 3 was probably the nail in the coffin, and I have, I, I, I'm not going to argue with that at all. Um, I want to highlight this moment from earlier today that was on the internet. And this is Lane Kiffin's tweet. What an amazing day to beat Auburn again at Ole Miss. Yeah, that's uh wow. he's taking that's a lot a of L's. Look. He's taking a lot of L's lately. He's losing look. staff. He's losing former staff that he couldn't keep because of 
poverty, not being able to pay a defensive coordinator that goes to A and M, but Auburn's able to to pay him and have Durkin yeah. on staff, Derek Nix mm. getting swept like a nice broom uh, in basketball, nice. and then he was he was there nice. courtside for it too, which was beautiful. Sure, I'm glad that he I'm glad that he witnessed it. Mm-hmm. So you know. I, I think st- I, one of the best things I've seen, I'm going to just divert a little bit. One of the best things I saw on yeah. Twitter today is somebody posted the top 10 Auburn Twitter accounts, and it had Auburn men's basketball. It had Drunk Obby, some of them our favorites. Number five was Lane Kiffin's Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was a great It was a great tweet. It was classic because that's how much he tweets about Auburn. He loves I, Auburn. Yeah, he loves Auburn he so does. much. It's like you wanted the job here or something. Yeah, he's obsessed. Yep. So I, uh, it's it, it was no. that was a really that was a really special uh, <clears throat> kind of callback to that. So I loved it. I, I just again, I, if you sweeping this how, team, dude, is so big. Yeah, because they're a good so team. Big. I'm going to give they them credit. Good. They're a good basketball team, and yeah. it's going to be very hard for a lot of team. A lot of teams are going to go into that arena and get beat. Um, mm-hmm. They've got a good home court advantage. They've got an electric crowd. They get hyped. They were sold out tonight. It was standing room only. And, uh, you know, they did that for Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Auburn. Um, I feel like there was a little extra juice tonight because it was Auburn. Again, you know, they want to have Auburn as a rival so bad in every sport. And you just, you know, it's just not there. It's not a rivalry. Um, but – that that place is tough. Uh, Beard has got them back. I mean, they were projected as what an eight seed in the NCAA tournament, um, which is incredible uh, to to get in the tournament, get them in the tournament that fast. So all yeah. in all, quad one win, and the way Auburn came yeah. back from the dead is just so important. How they won is just as important that they won, in my opinion, tonight. So uh, there's a few folks mentioning this in the live chat. This is a tweet from Justin Hokinson of On3. He says, Chad Baker Mazzara kicked the coaches out of the Auburn locker room at halftime and lit a fire under the team, according to Jalen Williams. I love – we've said from the beginning of the year that, that, he's wants that, it, man. Yeah, that, that he's that guy that's like really, really intense that you don't want to screw with, right? He's like that guy yeah. you want to bring in, into a – in a foxhole with you. He just has all those traits so that he's already taking a leadership role. And is that vocal? Absolutely. is it is very, very exciting. And the fact that Bruce Pearl, I mean, I don't really know how else to interpret this, but if he said to the coach at halftime, Hey, y'all leave. I got to talk to this team. And they respected him enough to do it. They know. Uh, What does that that mean? Right. I mean, that is just, that's having your respect. Yes. That's having your finger on the pulse of your team and knowing what buttons to push and knowing that sometimes peer uh, admonishment goes a lot longer than the, a lot further than the coaches here and the coaches say it all over again. And then he backed it up and then he went out and backed it up. Like to me at the beginning of this year, Jalen Williams was a leader. But he wasn't a vocal leader. He was just leading by example. He's not the kind of guy that's going to light a fire under you or get in your stuff. I tell you what, Chad Baker-Mazzara will. And I think that the team responded to that for being a first-year Auburn player. Now, he's a veteran dude, right? This is his fifth year of college basketball. So he's been around the block. He's got he's got another year of eligibility, so I don't think it's his fifth year. Okay, so it's his fourth, but he's got the COVID year because he did play the COVID year. 
because they're expecting him to come back next year. Yeah, and he did so. play the COVID year, so that's good. He's got that COVID okay, so year. That, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they'll let you play forever if you're like, I got the COVID year. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. still got eligibility. That's Absolutely. Fine. That's fine. Um. All right, go ahead and drop in the live chat who is your player of the game. You can make the argument for several people. I feel like it's going to be Chad Bacon lasagna, but we will see. We will see. Uh, today's show is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Daryl, you love the Game Time app. I, I love the Game Time app. It's going to be awesome when the overlay shows up. My internet is terrible today, but download the Game Time app. It's free. All you have to do is go to your phone's app store, and when you uh, when you download it and make a free account, use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $20 credit for when you buy your first pair of tickets or your first individual ticket, whatever it may be. Head over to Game Time, the Game Time app. There it is. I clicked that 20 seconds ago. It just showed up. Um, but uh, yeah, do that for, uh, for $20 off today. Um, it's going to be the cheapest, least expensive tickets. They compare theirs versus everybody else. It's, it's the best. Seriously. Daryl and I use it. We endorse it. We vouch for it. So I do head over to game time. It. Yep. Head over to game time, uh, today. Unsurprisingly, uh, a lot of Chad Baker, Mazzara, a lot of J will, a lot of people saying mean things about Lane Kiffin, Janai Broom. Can make the case for a lot of these guys. Daryl, where are you in this? Chad Baker, Mazzara. Uh, Jalen Williams had a, a great game, but it was a quiet. I mean, it just seemed like a quiet. I don't know what he would end up with point-wise. Uh, I just think it that was it six, was. <laughs> he led Auburn in scoring, actually, with 16. Yeah. I, I mean, but I don't know. I, I Chad Baker, Mazzara, and his, his the, what he did as far as lifting, elevating this team. Look. Really good players elevate those around them as well, elevate their game, and I think Chad Baker Mazzara did that tonight, on the court and off the court. So he's my player of the game. I think so too. Just the timing of when he stepped up, and especially, yeah. I mean, assuming that Hoke report is true, which he's quoting Jay Will. I don't know why they would, you know, fabricate that. I mean, yeah. does does this second half push happen if he doesn't, you know? Line them up at halftime. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Janai Broom, I I think makes uh makes sense as well. Janai was seven of thirteen for 15 points. That three that he made at the end of the game was the dagger. It was the nail, I think. You can certainly make that case. So that was uh that was a big part of it. I want to say this too. too. Uh we got a mm -hmm. comment in there from MHO6, and this is true because he was at the last game. You know, Morgan Freeman is an old Miss alumnus. And I didn't he was know that. At the, yeah, he was at the game tonight, too. Uh, I guess you could say Ole Miss got Shawshanked. You can't walk away from that one. No, I can't. I want to. I want Shanked. to. Katie Johnson, four for four for 11 points is pretty – I mean, that's pretty efficient. Delicious. Efficient and very, very emotional lift when he came off the bench, too. Uh, did a great job as far as – elevating the whole overall intensity. Um, mm -hmm. Auburn in the second half, too, did a really good job of limiting their turnovers because in the first half we talked about they were a turnover machine. Mm -hmm. So to be able to do what they did in the second half without turning it over as well is just uh, – I, I don't know. I, I do know this. I know a lot of people love the Shawshank comment, so there you go. Zach, take that, Big Daddy. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, Auburn had 11 turnovers. Ole Miss had eight. But the fact that Ole Miss shot so well in the first half and they ended up shooting 45% from the field 
I mean, just props to this defense. Yeah. And props. To, I mean, that's a lot of college basketball, especially when you're the road team and you're pulling an upset. Like you've got to survive these waves. And that's exactly that's exactly what Auburn did. Um I mean, I was a little surprised when they tied it up. I was like, oh, Auburn's like in this despite yeah. playing this poorly. It that just shows what this team is capable of. And when they drop the ball against Alabama on the road and Mississippi State on the road, it's like it's kind of what makes it so frustrating. It's because they're capable. Because they're capable of all of this. So well, they guarded in the they didn't defend like we're used to Auburn defending in the first half. Part of that 52% from the field was Auburn Mm -hmm. not defending like they do. In the second half, Ole Miss comes out and shoots 38% from the field to finish at 45%. So Auburn was was their defense was responsible for the some of the hot shooting in the first half and then some of the clamping down in the second half. Uh but again Ole Miss kept shooting threes and it was hit you know was over 40% from three point land I think it ended up for the for the night which is very tough to do especially when oh my goodness the lights gracious. are back the lights are back. You, but you, you probably have something to do with this. I know what that is, and so yes. we will not even. We'll just, we'll just <laughs> let it go. That, uh, listen, I'll celebrate the lights tonight because that was a big win, and I will oh. revel in it. So incredible! Yeah. It's, All right, it's what's to outside Daryl's window? Wrong yes. answers only. Please and thank you. Incredible! <laughs> incredible! That makes me so happy. Yes, it's a big win. Right. it's a big win. You you only bring the light show out when it's a big win, right? Look, <laughs> the aliens are back. Wait, it happened after Ole Miss last time too. Exactly didn't it? two exactly two weeks ago tonight, and you know it's they think my yard is Tumor's Corner and they're going to roll it, but it's tough to see it at night. So hence the strobe light. I think that only confirms that it's actually Lane Kiffin in your front yard, right? It's now. firework. Yes, exactly. It's no minor. The guy with the miner's helmet coming to kill me like I thought it was last time. <laughs> it's a All laser right. light show, baby, for winning it. I love it. <laughs> All right, next five. <laughs> next five games on Auburn's schedule. Let's um let's drop uh our predictions in the chat down below. It's a tough stretch. And Ooh, it's it even is. tougher than it was a few weeks ago because South Carolina looks really, really oh, good right yeah, now. Yeah, where you kind of had that penciled in as a dub. And Florida, Florida looks oh, better Florida. than now, too. Thankfully, I mean, these they, two they, teams. They lost today, but still, they're they're a good basketball. And at they're, Florida is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I don't think the environment at Florida will be as tough and electric as it was tonight, but it's still a tough place to win on the road. Yeah. All right, the next five. We host Alabama on Wednesday. Dub. We go to Florida. Mm. I don't feel good about that one. I don't, I we'll don't either. I don't we'll either. see. Their offense is clicking right now. We host South Carolina, which I'm glad we're hosting them and not going there, even though they went to Tennessee and beat them. Um, I guess that was earlier in the week. We host Kentucky. And then we go to Athens to take on Georgia. So... Drop your predictions. I'm saying three and two. So am I. I think that's the safest answer. And I'll take three and two, really. It's to, if it's the right three. Um, I want the I, I think, you know, Alabama, Kentucky, and South Carolina. I, I think the three home games, and you beat Kentucky and Alabama in that stretch, and you go three and two in that stretch. 
uh, you take it. You take it. This win tonight banked you something for later in the year where if you do have a slip up, you've, you kind of equitably made that deposit in the bank tonight. You see what I'm saying? I, I If I'm explaining when, that correctly. Yeah. When's the last time we've won in Florida? It has been a very long time. Um, God, the O'Connell Center has been a house of horrors. I, I'm trying to remember. It's got to be at least 10, 15 years. Someone can put that in the chat. They can look that up for us. But I think I think it's going to be – we usually got the Spencer Lee, who's our, our uh, research dude, could find that for me. But I, someone said 2010. Um, yeah, I thought it was 10 to 15 years. And it beat him in Tampa in 2009, but I'm guessing that was an SEC championship game. It was. It was. Yeah, we've beat them in the SEC tournament. Uh, 96? In, in, wow. Is that right? Wow. Dang. No, no, no. We beat them in 99 on the road in Florida. That, that really good Auburn team with Cliff Ellis beat them on the road that year. No. They beat Someone, them at home that year. They beat them at home 88 to 69 that year. In in 99? Mm-hmm. And then in 2000, they lost in Gainesville. Okay. Well, somebody, Damian Fishback did something to beat Florida, I thought, on the road. We've, we've beat them in the SEC championship game a few times, but I'm looking at all the stuff in Gainesville, and they've all got red dots next to them. So it was 96 was the last time? I think so. Wow. See, that's whew, that's got to be the hardest place in the SEC then for Auburn to win. Uh, honestly, that's the hardest arena then for Auburn to win. Yeah, 96. Chris, Chris is Nicholas saying. is saying 96 too. I, I mean, I'm looking at it. I don't think – I mean, I don't think I'm missing anything here. That's insane. We didn't play Florida twice in 99? We played them in 99 and 2000. But the, the 2000 one, no, we did not play them twice in okay. 99. All right. It's according to this. All right. We well, beat them. It was just in Auburn in 99. Yeah, according yeah. to this. So, I don't know. That's insane. Keep in no. mind that there was a stretch there where Florida in the 2000s was winning back-to-back national championships, too. So, you know, yeah. hard and sure. it with Joaquin Noah and, and all them. So, the Billy Donovan teams were very hard to beat. Between 2010 and 2018, we lost 11 games in a row to them. Good gosh. I mean, Florida and basketball, I mean, they have whooped us. Yeah. Last year, we beat them at home with yeah. Big Daddy, who we couldn't stand. I can't remember his name. Um, Cat Castleton? No. Castleton. Yeah, Castleton. Is that it? Yeah. That guy's the so. worst. He's soft. Yeah. <laughs> he whooped up on Walker, though, man. He did. The weirdest thing. He really the did. The weirdest thing. Yeah, he did. That is... That's strange. Yeah, I'm going three and two, and I'll take it. I'll Colin take three Castleton. and two. Yeah, yeah. I'll take three uh, and two, and and I'll take the right three. I, I'm saying I'm changing my answer to four and one. We lose to Florida, but we win the other four. You think you beat Georgia on the road? I mean, we can beat Georgia on the road. If we beat Ole Miss on the road, we can beat Georgia on the road. Ole Miss is a better basketball team. I don't think Georgia's that good. Yeah, they're better than they were last year. Yeah, I mean, four and one is is but they're in the same feasible. tier as like they're in the same tier as Arkansas, right? No, they're better than Arkansas. They're better than Arkansas. They're I don't think they're I think they're, they're in the same Texas A and M, Texas A okay. and M tier. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. 
there's there's like in my opinion there's three there's Tennessee Auburn Alabama then there's that middle tier with like Florida Ole Miss South Carolina even I don't think South Carolina is in the top three tier yet I still want to see a little bit more and then the bottom three the bottom feeders are just Arkansas Missouri and Vanderbilt I mean that's yeah I mean Arkansas is terrible yeah yeah which I think is another reason why winning this game is so big because then they would have been like, oh, well, the only time Auburn can win on the road in the SEC is against like the worst two teams in the conference. And now, yeah, now that can't be, that that can't be is, part of the narrative anymore. To, to win already, I don't care who you play, where you play, because Arkansas still, you know, they, they're dangerous if they get hot at the right time at home. To win three road games already, pretty good. Pretty good. And remember that formula that I've talked about before, it, it works. It's a valid blueprint to figure out who's going to win the conference or who's leading the conference. This is like a plus two tonight. You picked up, you give yourself two points for winning on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right. Thoughts, comments, questions in the, uh, in the live chat. We'll, uh, we'll go for a few more minutes. Then we will. We'll Boy, put did this go fast. This. this went fast. Man, I, I just this is. Well, so, I'm basking I mean, was, in the glow right now. I just I, this is this is the to me this feels better than any win Auburn's had all year. It just I mean feels it is. Way. It has it to is. be. Yep, it has to be. And the way it happened too, you know, it's just that was it made it even sweeter. Mm-hmm. Is Talboy okay? You think Talboy's okay for Ole Miss? You think? No, I'm sure he's very of, upset, which I have got, no problem with. Yeah, plenty of towels to wipe those tears, little Talboy. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. annoying me. He's um, annoying. Parents, anything else you parents, want to say? Well, he's got his – yeah, I mean, his parents' court side was little T-shirts on. Um, mm-hmm. I think that one of, one of the things that I made a note just to say if Auburn came back to win this game that I think was was crucial is it seemed to me at some, at some point during the first half that certain Auburn players were like losing their composure a little bit. You know, the, the whole double technical with Broom and Breakfield. Now, Breakfield started it, but it seemed like Ole Miss was able to bait and draw Auburn into losing their composure. What a huge, huge testimony, to, testament to this team that yeah. they just overcame that and kept their composure and absolutely, you know, separated themselves in the second half. No question. No question. Um, so I guess Alabama's playing now, but – Right now, three teams in the SEC have seven conference wins. And it's Alabama, South Carolina, and Auburn as we record this right now. Yes. And it's like, okay, we talked about how Tennessee and Kentucky play tonight, or maybe that started, maybe that just started. But one of them's going to pick up a loss. And so all of a sudden, like you're you're situated because the other team that would be able to push from that spot is Ole Miss, because they're five and four in conference now. And so you talk about those top four seeds being so important because you get that double buy. I mean, th- I mean, just from a um, accounting standpoint, like tonight was so big. Tonight was so big for seeding in the SEC tournament. Yeah, I um, I was starting to try to project out what I thought Auburn could finish the year at total in the SEC, and I really had Auburn like around thirteen and five. 12 and six. This a win like this can be the difference between. 14 and four, right? And I mean, just really separating yourselves, really being in the top two. I mean, you win a game like this, you keep yourself in the conference title narrative. You have three losses in the conference this early, you lose. It's tough. It's well, tough. especially when you look at the other two teams 
at the top, you yeah. play them at home this week. Right. Yes. That's it's huge. I mean, separation huge. week, man. This is separation week. This is great. Yeah. You can make a statement. Yep. Yep. All right. Alabama's playing Mississippi State. That game just started. In so, Tuscaloosa, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that game and then obviously Tennessee and Kentucky tonight will be very, very crucial for SEC standing purposes. Everyone, please like the live stream. Helps out a ton. Please subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, Daryl, hopefully we're just as excited when we come back on uh, on Wednesday after uh, after Auburn and Alabama. It felt good to do one of these. It's been a little bit since we've had the opportunity. I didn't get to do one with you last weekend, so I was just locked and loaded. This was a lot of fun. It felt yep. great to do it. Yep, and thank you guys for uh, for tuning in. So Daryl joins me every Wednesday and Friday during uh, during the weekend as well as um, as well as doing these live shows with y'all. So be sure to check out Daryl. Uh, and then uh, please support the show. Once again, click that subscribe button. Really helps us out a ton. Until tomorrow. Nope. Until Monday. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 